When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation! Let's go, baby. Hate week. Let's DM- get hateful. DMVR Buffs Prime Time presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. What better way to bring in hate week than to bring in the man himself, Matt McChesney. Welcome to the show, brother. Guys, the fact that, you know, one of one of my homes in the media world, DMVR, because this place is always special to me, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, the fact that you think of me when you think about hating Nebraska <laughs> it makes me so happy <laughs> and it like make it like the feeling inside of just pure steam and hatred towards these people it's just even more elevated now because now I, I just it make it, the pride I feel is unbelievable thank you so much for thinking about me when you think about hating them of course thank you of course. of course I can't wait to do this let's roll I've been thinking about this week you know, pretty much since Coach Prime got here. I said, okay, that's going to be a big one. Um, no, that's, that's the one. That's when we're going to have to really deliver on the show. That's when we're going to have to just bring it. And I'm not kidding you. And I said, first show of that week when we turn to Nebraska, we're having on Matt. Yep. Hate week, right? Oh, yeah. Now, hate week and these people is synonymous. All yes. right. Th- this, look, Ryan, you're a lifetime buff fan. Okay. Yep. I mean, you've what you've been to every home game with the exception of one for what twenty years or something. I'm down to uh, 123 out of the last 125. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty pretty good. Um, and it, it's the only place I ever wanted to play, and because of this game, it, I grew right. up in this rivalry. My entire family, well, the majority of them are from Nebraska, and they're huge Cornhusker fans, and. For the entire 90s, you know, it would be the day after Thanksgiving, I would get a phone call. They would sing that damn Big Red song, <laughs> and I would get, I would just say to them in the phone, like, when I get there, this is changing, I promise you. And I would say it when I was, like, 12, 13 years old. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's this game means more to us in Boulder than any other game. This is, this is the most important game on the docket. Every year we get to play it, and... The, the guys up there, when I heard Coach Prime today, when you, I, I was watching the press conference that you guys went up there covering, and when you posted the Shador quote that, look, you know. At Colorado, we don't like Nebraska. Period. Coach Prime, this is business. We hate these guys. This is personal, it's he personal. said. It's personal. Like, it, 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 I got goosebumps, man. Like, that's what you want to hear. That is what we're looking for in rivalry week against you know these communists so it is it's, it's time man. It's, it's finally here baby and i'm so excited i mean i i really don't think these guys understand what we're what they're walking into no they you know, do like not. lock the gates on them lock the gates on saturday Folsom prison style and let's go to work hell this, yeah this team's obviously brand new a lot of new faces yes sir and i could tell you from what we've heard they have really embraced this rivalry inside the facility what does it mean for you to hear that these guys who just got here are already embracing this rivalry. Well, it's 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 huge. It just means that they not only are buying in, 
but they're curious and they want to know. I, I work with Savion Washington down at six zero, and he absolutely balled out the other day. I mean, yeah. seventy eight put himself in the map. He's a, he's a senior. He's going to the league next year. And if he keeps playing the way he's playing, there's no t- telling where 78 goes in the draft. That was a special performance. Now, the first thing he did on Sunday, they woke up and went straight to the facility and went to work. There was no, you know, no hangovers, yep. no, no, no bullshit. No... I love Coach Lewis walking up and down exactly. the lines going, congratulations, you won. Now what? Back to work, yeah, right? So good. Oh, no, so... he said, nobody cares. <laughs> exactly, Something man. like that. It was and so great. Look, Coach Lewis, the... What I heard earlier, oh, my God. <laughs> um, now, Savion, when he gets done, he calls me. And he's like, what's up, coach? And I'm like, what's up, Wash? Great game yesterday, bro. That was incredible. We started talking back and forth. He goes, yeah, that's in the past. He doesn't even want to talk about it and shit. He's wow. like, that's in the past. He goes, it. tell me about Nebraska, bro. Tell me about this rivalry. And I just went off for like 45 minutes and told him about the entire history. Tell because. Him. I'm immersed in it. Like Tell us it, what you told him. So I, I told him the importance of this game is paramount. There's nothing bigger to our tradition and our pride than the ability to eviscerate these people, not beat them. And you can take their lunch money. For for 70 years, they were the big bad bully on the block. And they used to just, people would lose to them before they walked on the field. Yeah. And I remember, I, I told him this distinctly, the the the. the the story of when I was being recruited, and it was Sean Tufts and I, and another defensive, another defensive player uh, that didn't end up actually going to see you at the time, and then like Quinn Simnuski, and who I, I think Purify was in the group, and Coach Barnett walked up to us at our official visit, and he was like, "Look, this is the group we're bringing in to mix with the group we got." to beat Nebraska and overtake this division and overtake the conference. And that's our goal. So if you're not here to beat these guys, if you're not here to go and circle that red letter game and make it the most important thing we do at, as a as a Buffalo, you know, shoulder to shoulder as a, as a team, you should not come to school here. And it was the only reason I went to see you is to do that, to flip the rivalry. And when I left in 2004, you know, it was three out of five, and we honestly should have won the other two as well. In 2000, we blew it, yep. and in 2003, we blew it. So this, what I tried to explain to Savion was the importance of not not just playing this game, but really immersing yourself in the entire week and understanding every time you see a kid on campus or every time you see somebody in Boulder or Denver or somebody on social media reaches out to you or whoever – and they say, my grandpa took me to a game in 1989 against these sons of bitches, and we beat them, and <laughs> I saw him go play for the national title, and I fell in love with this team. It's like making me emotional. That's what this shit is, dog. Like that, it, it's generational. It's community. It's what the fucking Colorado Buffaloes are. And it's when you have the ability to go out and play these people and take that corn cob and stick it up all their asses and send them back <laughs> I-80, there's nothing better. There's absolutely no. nothing better than that feeling. And <laughs> the, the last thing I said to him was, look, there's going to be a lot of shit talking this week. Yeah. The team that prepares the best, though, and doesn't buy into the bullshit and the talk and the hype, but can still manage it, and figure out a way to have that swag. Because this is something CU, I don't know how they've done this. And it's just pure prime time. 
and I love it. By the way, that's some dope shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it they figured out a way to be like almost cocky, and but at the same time, just like this is what we are. Yes. And if you don't yep. like it, you know the door's right over there. We're going this way. We're unapologetic, and that's what the Colorado Buffaloes are. Yep. And that's the way you beat this team. You unapologetically take it from them. 100. You, you don't ask permission. You don't walk out there and be like, "Oh, the N on the side of the helmet." I mean, it stands for knowledge. They still haven't <laughs> figured that out. But you have to take it from these people, and that—that's really the point I tried to get across to them is they will give it to you if you hit them in the mouth repeatedly. I, I watch them routinely every time a good Colorado team steps on the field against Nebraska. Even some of the teams that lost in the 90s, the 27-24 in 97, the 16-12 to game in the, in the rain in Lincoln, you know, the teams that were, the, the 94 team that lost in Lincoln, they still fought them to the, to the end of games, to the, to the end of the, of the line. You remember in 99 when, they, when, when we lost in overtime on yep. the Aldridge kick? Like, yep, yep, yep. That, that could have been the one that, that set it off, and we had to go through that hell. Telling them about the history of how many times we were almost there, and then the payoff. And since 2001, we're seven and seven, dog. Yep. So Will Compton and everybody else, all the Husker Nation, can sit out here and talk shit about records. They live in the 70s. We're in the present. Yep. You should be shaking in your fucking boots right now, based on what we saw last week in Fort Worth and what and, we also saw in Minnesota. And that is exactly what I was just going to tell you, Matt. By the way, it's been 4,666 days since Nebraska beat Let's Colorado go. in football. Oh. <laughs> That's fantastic. Holy shit. <laughs> For the first time in my life, I sense fear from the other side. Oh, yeah. The first time in my life, I sense that they're insecure and, and they might be a little intimidated by the logo on the helmet when they walk into the stadium. You know, Matt Rule has been taking little digs and subtle shots at Coach Prime all offseason long. And then what happens? His team goes out there and looks like ass. They Coach look Prime's team goes out there and looks awesome. And he gets up there yesterday and has this tone of almost like I read into it as like he was already building the story of like why he's going to lose to Coach Prime. And he's like, this guy's been incredible at every stop he's ever been in his life. Why would anything change now? And he's right about that. But I, the way that he was saying it was in this like kind of like defensive, he's lowering expectations for his tone team. That I felt like he was lowering expectations. I've never seen that before. I've never seen a Nebraska team coming into Boulder as dogs, where I feel like they feel like the underdogs, and they're a little bit intimidated by what's happening here. And I think it goes back, Matt, to what you were talking about with that confidence that the Buffaloes have. No one believed them. They've been this way all offseason. Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked to Shador, you know, a month ago. He said, they're get I have way too much time to prepare for TCU. There's no way they're going to be able to stop me. He was right. And I look back at all these little moments where I'm like, they were – what do we say? Coach Prime always tells you what's going to happen before yep. it does. They were telling True. us all of this, but no one wanted to believe them. And, you know, I, I told everyone this on Saturday night. Like, Colorado fans, we've been down so bad that it was hard to just, like – get right up and just say like all right i guess we're just dope now everyone believes them the whole country they're 22 in the country mm -hmm. the whole country baby yeah the whole country was give just me like some. give oh. me some they were like okay they were right we believe them yeah like and i think that confidence of 
Travis Hunter being I'm him and, and Shador going out there and being like, yeah, that felt like practice. It has seeped into the nation and it mm. has certainly seeped into Nebraska where they're thinking, shit, these guys actually Works are something. really good. They are who they say they are. And look, watching that game tape, put yourself in the Nebraska DB room and wide receiver room and your coaches are sitting there like not just validating Travis Hunter, they're like, like, oh my God, I wish this guy was on our team. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. 144 yeah. snaps, and he dropped a touchdown and a pick. <laughs> and like, it could have been even better. This kid's the leading Heisman contender. I've never seen anything like this since Charles Woodson. And all the Nebraska players are sitting there like, man, I ain't shit. Yeah. My coach don't even like me. <laughs> yeah. What so do you like, tell them? You don't you try they, your best. Yeah, yes. Like, if you're the Nebraska team, right? Look, the last thing we should do in in Buffalo country here is is take them lightly. But we cannot do that. This is the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I hate them, but I respect them more than anyone. The hatred is real, and so is the respect. If you don't show up against these people correctly, they will be the ones that take your lunch money, period. So that said, with what they put on tape in Fort Worth last week and just how great Shador was, and I mean just great. It was pure greatness. And Dylan Edwards and the offensive line and how they responded and the defense and how they came up with opportunistic spots and red zone turnovers and yeah they were it was ugly at times but it's gonna be at times they gotta fight keep yep. it when they get into the red zone bow your back and make plays and they did and that that's what I wanted to see from them they stood up in the fourth quarter and made a play and won the game like in winning time Colorado won and in in you know reality nebraska watched that game saturday like we did they played thursday yep. so they watched it firsthand they watched the whole nation freak out on instagram and twitter and tiktok and social media everywhere and the buffs are the number one story in the world and instead of matt rule coming out and saying and look I, I, matt rule's a great coach he's going to do a good job <laughs> at nebraska matt has to maintain I'm his not, relationships well, i'm not trying to like <laughs> i'm not trying to say that he's a bad dude. It's our first no, no, opportunity no. to play the guy. He's new to the rivalry. He's going to get a taste of what it is in Folsom on Saturday. And so is, so is Prime. So is everybody. Yep. Like, it's their first introduction to pure hatred. And you know, I, I want them to win games so when we beat their ass, they're better. I don't want them to be downtrodden. That's, it's no fun to just beat up on your little brother when he's down. So, But my point is this. Instead of coming out and Matt Rule saying, this is a rivalry game and we're going to do everything humanly possible to knock them out of the top 25 and knock them off their pedestal, we're coming to Boulder to go take their lunch money. This is not fun and games. We do not like them. It's personal. Mm -hmm. That's what he should be saying yep. to Cornhusker Nation. Instead of just <clears throat> going out and like patting Prime on the back, look, the, the old school way of like complimenting your opponent to like get in their head and try and like maneuver around them in the media, that shit ain't gonna work with Coach Prime and his no, team. Definitely, he not. will play your ass like a damn fiddle in the media. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Coach Rule, you've got like, come on, man, you're trying to compliment Coach Prime to get it, to get in his head. He already knows he's him. He knows he's the baddest man alive. It's the number one corner that's ever played. His his son's a first round draft pick quarterback, maybe the baddest man at his position in the country. Everybody he brought in from the transfer portal balled the fuck out on Saturday. Everybody there loves it. The whole country wants to play in Boulder. 
and you're going to come out and validate it as the as the rival? Thank you. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. We agree with you, Coach. We are the shit. We know it. Bring your ass to Boulder so we can kick you back down the road, son. Let's go. Um, oh, I'll never it. forget last it. year the first time that uh, the Broncos played the Raiders, which is also Raider Week. It um, is Raider Week. It doesn't feel as big. I don't know why. Probably because the Buffs are the number one story big. in the world. Um, but but some, uh, Nathaniel Hackett was asked, do you hate the Raiders? Uh, have you found a way to hate the Raiders? And he said, you know, I just don't think that – I think life is too short to be hateful. And I was like, <laughs> you know, maybe just fire him now. Fire this guy <laughs> now. Um, and and I, so th- it meant a lot to me to hear Coach Prime say it's personal Excuse today. Me. To hear Shador say at Colorado, we don't like Nebraska. And later I heard him uh, tell Mark Johnson, we hate Nebraska. Yeah. Um, it – that's important it's understanding it's getting it and it's it's like the new it's it's a new thing this week for them to be able to embrace um quickly i just want to give people a little bit of history on this rivalry and i've had some people tweet at me like why do we hate nebraska fair the long and short of it honestly is that when bill mccartney was hired and and if you guys go back way back and listen to our uh episode with charles johnson who Mm -hmm. played for bill mccartney um you know, he talks about how similar Bill McCartney, Coach Mack, and Coach Prime are, despite how different they look, how similar they are. Uh, and one of the things that Coach McCartney was great at and incredible at was knowing what it took to motivate young men. And so when he got here, you know, to simplify it, he basically said, who's the best team in the conference? And they said, Nebraska. He said, we hate them now. Going after them. Screw them. We're going for them. Red letter game. Circle it, point at it. We are going to beat them. And like you said, in terms of respect for Nebraska, that that was a show of respect for Nebraska. And also, I'll show respect to them to say that they were the final boss. For Bill McCartney, it was, if we're ever going to get where we're trying to go, we got to get past them. And they're literally the final boss because they were the last game of the season every year until, you know, Mm -hmm. they screwed up the conferences. Um, (laughs) But... it, it, it took all of, you know, Buff Nation banding together to aim their arrows at Nebraska to be able to do that and to be able to get past that final boss. And so that's why we hate Nebraska, mostly because Coach Mack told us to. Yep. And then it built, and every year that last game is going to mean something, right, especially when you're a decent football program. So whether it was for the, the Big 12 North Championship whether it was for bowl eligibility, you're always playing that big game, that last game of the season. And so when the icon of your program tells you to hate someone and then all these games matter and they're close and they're tight and, you know, they're, you know you've got fucking Nebraska fans making billboards that say Sal is dead, go Big Red. Oh, man. Like that the hate goes to another tough. level. This isn't just friendly rivalry. That's, these games are important. Now it's hate. And uh, now, now it is fucking personal. Yeah, exactly. You made it. You want to make it personal, personal then yep. we make it personal. You made it very personal, and so I think that took it to another level. Uh, and you know, they have always been our target. That is who we, you know, as a fan base, aim to take down. Thankfully, right now they're not what they once were, uh, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that Colorado ended their program in 2001 by destroying them 62 to 36 and <laughs> Death blow. ripping their souls from their body. God, what a yeah. day that was. Something they've never been able to get back. So, what a day that was. And look, it's true. And, and, you know, what was that? 
November of 2001, that was the death blow. I mean, that ended their program. It ended their dominance. I think they're looking at us the way we used to look at them. Like, people in Nebraska now, I know this because I've got so many people there, and they're all coming out this weekend. You know, like, they're, they're all converting. Like, my cousin's <laughs> kids don't want to be Nebraska fans. They're Colorado fans. And, like, my aunt and uncle are like, yeah, we're huge Nebraska fans. We had season tickets, but we're going to root for Colorado this week. And I'm like, Jesus. come on over. Like, I'm, I'm not going to tell them not to come. Come on over. I mean, you, you traitors. But it, it's they're now yearning for what we have. And you can't, you can't just, like, make it up. You know, you, they went their route, and they hired Matt Rule, and that's who they want to build their program and uh, with and who they want to, you know, emulate everything after. And he's done a really good job everywhere he's been. But Colorado, I remember talking about this when I was on months ago. You know, when we were talking about coaching, hiring a coach and who they wanted to go after, you know, the ex-players and the guys that were kind of in the ear of Joel, who was in the ear of Rick George, uh, you know, and talking to him every day about the route they were going to take, we told them, do not go comfortable. Don't go safe. You've got to go for greatness. And that's, that's exactly what Rick did. Yep. Hiring Coach Prime was not only a great move for the university, I think it's going to transform college football. I think there's going to be many 30 for 30s type documentaries made on it down the road. This is just the beginning of it. Imagine where this is going to go when he can recruit the five-star three technique and guards and guys like yeah. that. Like yeah. when he starts recruiting the big guys on top of all the skill athletes, it's over, dog. Yep. Yep. It's over. I mean, it, I, you can talk, you can legitimately think that especially moving to the Big 12, which I think we can absolutely be the dominant force in that conference 100%, like undefeated dominance next year, no doubt. And if you give him that platform and he just runs with it, it, the transfer portal this year was lucrative. Wait until next year when everybody in the country just wants to come play for him. Oh, yeah. We talked about that in the He's going to be turning kids away, dog. They're going to be, we don't have spots for you. I'm sorry. I mean, Cavassier smoke didn't even play. Yep. What? Yep. Jake, I know you're uh, you're, you're anxious to pay some bills. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't want you to because I feel like you haven't got a chance to speak much so far. I, sorry, oh, sorry, I just want to hear. You're fine. Because this is like two Colorado lifers. I know. I'm talking I'm just about y'all cook. No, I know. <laughs> but we also have a lot of people in the chat that you are kind of the representative of, which is like new to this. Yes. Just, this, this is your first experience with it. So I just kind of want to get your perspective on, you know, what you're feeling, what you're hearing. I mean, I'm a football fan first. I love college football. I understand the importance of rivalries. And it's always just, it means more that week, this week. Um, and, you know, you talk about this team. I feel like one of the narratives, narratives coming out of uh, Saturday's game was, all right, now CU's going to have to refocus. You know, a big game coming up this week. This is like the perfect team to play yes. after that first game. It is your most hated. If you cannot Absolutely. focus up for this game and get ready uh, to beat their ass on Saturday, then why are you here, honestly? Um, and, and, I mean, people are worried about that because that's what happens to normal football teams. This team is so not normal. It's not normal. Exactly. Dylan Edwards scores four touchdowns in the first game of his career. And he's talking to Neely in the locker room afterwards. And the first thing he says is, got to do it next week. Yeah. Like, immediately after the game, he just had the, the, the dream debut for any player you could ever imagine. First thought, got to do it next week. 
It's uh, like it, it's like the perfect mix of confidence and cockiness all over. Yeah. And it, it's because Coach Prime has that. I mean, he's the inventor of swag, dog. The dude walked out of a limo, ran into the stadium, ran a 4-1, got back in the limo, and said, see you at the draft. <laughs> I mean, it, he is swag. So the fact that his team has embraced it like this, I, look, man, I mean, I've never in my life seen anything like this before. This is like movie shit. This isn't supposed to, you're not supposed to be able to play 144 snaps in a game. You're not supposed to just walk off the bus in your first, you know, game ever at this level and just dice up the defending runner-up and go 38 for 47 and 5, 10, and 4 touchdowns. You're not supposed to just walk out of Kansas and walk into TCU Stadium and just score four tutties and be <laughs> completely unstoppable. I mean, just absolutely ridiculously unstoppable. I mean, it, yeah. have you ever in your life seen anybody sink on a curl route and then play the wheel route and pick it off? No. <laughs> Yeah, that that's because it doesn't happen. Not and I, I said this to Jake earlier. <clears throat> Travis Hunter might be the best football player in the world. And I'm talking about the NFL and college football. And I'm not just saying that. If he could come out in the draft and he continues to have even a subpar season no, based had, on what he just did, he's the first pick. I don't even think he had a great game for him. He on didn't. He, he dropped a so touchdown much on the field. and a, and a yes. pick. Like, he obviously played I mean, amazing. Un unbelievable. He, he blew the minds of America. But I legitimately think that there is a world in which we're talking about 200 receiving yards. Yes. A touchdown. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. And two picks. And two picks. And one of them could have been a pick six Eight, if he gets exactly. that. 144 plays. And then also, look at this. Look at this. The effort they played with, especially mm. him. He hawked that dude yep. 90 yep. yards yep. before he yep. went and picked off the ball. I know. He set up his own exactly. game-saving yes. play or touchdown-saving I mean, play. The, the effort the team played with, that's how you play for, like, your dad, bro. Yeah. That's how everybody looks at Dion. They look at him like there's everyone in the room. That's that's my father, and I can't let. I'm not just letting down a coach. I'm letting down my father, and that's the way I felt when I played for Coach Wilson there and Coach Barnett. Every time I see Coach Barnett, I just tell him thank you and hug him like he's my grandpa, or my dad. That's the way you have to play for your brothers, and the way you have to play for your team and your coaches. And this group, for being a bunch of transfers, quote unquote, this group is so tight. And it, it's so awesome to see, bro, this community and the culture up there that they're building and just how cool it is now to be a Buffalo again. It's always been awesome, but now it's, it's, it's prime time. Um, someone in the comments said, are they mad? No, we're just, we're just <laughs> no, fired man, up. I'm super, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an emotional cat anyway, uh, but it is hate week. I mean, yeah. you're not, you're not, you don't have hate in your heart for Nebraska this week. You're in the wrong show. We're, we're, getting we're, there. We we're getting there. We're not angry, but I do have hate in my heart. <laughs> I, think right. I think sports is the best place for hate. All right, You're go damn ahead, straight. All right, we'll talk about what happened today. First, a word from our friends at Splash Sports. Uh, we're hyped to partner with them. DMBR is going to have a weekly pit contest for everyone to participate in for real money. First prize, $7,500. Uh, just head on over to splashsports.com slash DMVR to join in. Um, we're going to be running a ton of contests all throughout the year. So make sure you tune into all those um, and click the link in the description. That's where you can find it for Splash Sports. And then our friends at Spirit Hound. 
We went there a few weeks ago. That place is dope. It is dope. It uh, is dope. A uh, good uh, whiskey. I mean, awesome venue. Um, it was like re- recently like renovated and stuff too. Yeah. It was beautiful. In Brand there. new. Sweet bar. Yep. Uh, they have their award-winning whiskey. They actually won the 2022 Whiskey of the Year uh, at the London Spirits Competition. Their whiskey, vodka, and gin can be purchased at stores across Colorado or ordered online to 40-plus states. Don't worry. You don't have to get a retriever to, ta- to track down a bottle. Head over to spirithounds.com for availability and details on how and where to buy. All right. Let's talk about what happened today. Coach Prime went up on the podium uh, to speak to the media. First off, first thing he said... He just starts listing off records. Travis broke three records. Dylan broke two. Jimmy broke two. Owen Shador broke nine. He goes, Shador nine? broke nine yes. records. Cordell <laughs> called me. He wasn't too happy about it. <laughs> I figured Cordell would be doing jumping jacks. I'm sure he is. Yeah. I'm sure he is. That's a joke. Um, I mean. Nine? Nine. I, Everything that's happening right now. I can't believe this is. Are we in a dream? That it was what I was just gonna say. What it the hell really is going all on right now, bro. <laughs> I told uh, Alyssa and Jake on the way up to Boulder this morning. What, like, what in the hell is happening? I turned on Undisputed yesterday, and I really was like, "This feels like I'm in a dream watching a movie." You know, in the movies, like a sports movie, where they actually bring in the actual personalities to like do a fake <laughs> yes. sports show. I'm like, this feels like I'm having a dream, and it's a movie about the Buffs and how Coach Prime saved them. And like, this is the the part of the movie where they're like, they're like watching TV, right. and it, and it's like, the Buffaloes uh, have some shocked the world at shocked BTCU, world. and Travis Hunter's the best player in the world, and Shador Sanders might win the Heisman. And I was like, this feels like a movie. It all feels like a movie, and. Uh, like the fact that they go out there in the first game and just start shattering records. Um, I don't know if you saw this one. Brian Howell tweeted this one out. It's a banger. Uh, most receiving yards in a debut in Colorado history, one through four, all <laughs> happened in that game. One, two, three, and four all happened in that game. And five was Scotty McKnight against CSU. It's like, this is, it, it, it's all surreal. And, and like I said yesterday, I was like, if Neely was here, he'd say, believe it. It's not a dream. It's real. But it, it all just it, when you've been entrenched in this for so long and then all of a sudden like the entire world is watching and paying attention to Colorado it just feels fake dude last year the season was over at this point and they played one game that's <laughs> true that's also true they need to keep the gold numbers on the black unis i know i'm curious oh, to see what they're so going to roll out the gold numbers like, pop, the gold man. numbers were incredible yeah. and and the the trim on the just the Again, the drip that Dion brings to the university is unbelievable. And he only has the best uniform in college sports to work with. So that's <laughs> probably going to be pretty awesome. Next year, they've got an entire new uniform docket coming out. Yep. Dog. Uh, Schmitty, my guy up there, is he's my guy. And he's in his he, bag. <laughs> he was like showing me some of the blueprints and stuff. And can't say anything about this, but they're sick. <laughs> um, and it, it, look. When you're talking about like the expectation moving forward, well, we just saw what the expectation is. And then I heard from the team that it wasn't acceptable what they did. Mm-hmm. And we're yep. sitting here talking about how incredible it was. Yep. And they're being told in the meeting room it wasn't acceptable and that's not what we do here. And, it, you know, Savion said, well, the meetings kind of felt like we lost. And that's the way. And then he's like, that's the way we won it. And I was like, holy shit. It's like the sexiest thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> like, man, you just keep talking to me, Biggie. I like this. You know, like, it, it's, 
It's the way that I was <laughs> raised up there that it's not good enough until we have a ring. It's not good enough until we hoist a trophy. It's not good enough until we beat the people we're supposed to beat. You know, like anybody that wants to sit around and take this team lightly, good luck, dog. Like, good luck trying to figure out how you're going to stop this squad in four days, Matt Rule. Yeah. I, like, how would you get, what do you do to game plan against them exactly? <laughs> well, like, the, put yourself in, in the, in the communist shoes right now. Ugh, and you're walking into I'll Boulder and you're like, holy shoes. shit, what the fuck are we going to do? I, you hope Travis doesn't show up. Defensively, they don't have an answer. They really don't. They scored 10 points. Watching them play offense the other day if, was like watching paint drive. And they needed Here's, a trick play to score. They, and a, and and a failed trick shit. play. Yes. A, failed, a broken trick play is the way they got in the yes. end zone because the ball was on the ground, so everyone re started running towards it. Right. That's why they got a guy wide open. Did you um, see the video of them making fun of Jeff Sims like he's cross-eyed? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no. But what I was going to say... I can relate to that because I can't see anything. So yeah. I was like, yeah, but I play guard. I'm not trying to play quarterback. Um, Maybe Josh should move positions. Honestly, the answer to your question is if you're if you're trying to stop this team, if you're Matt Rule and you're trying to figure out how to stop this team, it comes down to pass rush. That's your only hope. Uh, I'm telling you, you better pass rush your oh, ass man. off. Look, Shador, I love what he said. He was like, the only difference between the the FCS or whatever F F B FCS FBS is the guys get off the blocks a little bit faster when you scramble. That's it. Yep. And I was like, cool. That's <laughs> the best coaching point I've ever heard. Um, yeah, but again, if you – we watched TCU try and heat him up, and all he did was just pick him apart. Like the he throw to Jimmy Horn when there's that late blitz coming, and he, he hits the dig, just steps right into the blitz. And, you know, yeah. delivers look, it. I wouldn't like, be surprised God. if the first play of the game they run double move slant. Because they ran, they hammered the slant so hard in that game. I bet you they completed twelve slant balls. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they come out and Slug like up. motion into two by two or away from three by one and run straight slant go on the hash to Horn or Hunter or the you know somebody that runs one of the guys that runs four two. Yeah, like all ten of them. So it, it, it may not matter. And then Coach Prime came out. And he's like, "Yeah, we've got guys coming out this week you haven't even heard of yet." That's got to just scare the hell out of everybody in Nebraska land. Yep. So I don't know how you stop this group. I'm interested to see if anybody actually can. I think you're going to have to outscore CU because in college football, so, bro, when you're always on a hash and you've got speed like this and you've got a quarterback that knows what he's doing, it is not just going to be a one-off. Nope. This is not like a, a one-time thing where he just – blew up and all of a sudden you're like oh my god that was incredible and then he falls off a cliff this is going to get better yep what's interesting to me is like the the nebraska secondary does not have the guys absolutely and not. tcu's got a way better yeah. roster than nebraska yeah. does. yes and and you don't necessarily have to protect long to get some of those go balls off like that is hit your back foot let it fly and let them run under it it's not you know it's a long throw it's not a long protection. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like, I don't, I mean, they're going to have to play like quarters back. And then it's like, okay, well, Shador's just going to dice you up over the middle yep. all day long. I, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Why? Um, just because Do it. I, we got a whole week to talk about this. this so it's true. You know, if I say they're going to win by 70 right now, I have nowhere to turn the rest of the week. But That's bold. I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm using hyperbole. He just said that. Shit. The, he the did. point yeah, is. Clip it. 
<laughs> I don't know what you said it, dog. I don't know what they're gonna do, other than try and he, try and ru rush the passer. Like that, they don't have the guys to stick with this. And it's why when when they brought in Jimmy Horn and they brought in Travis Hunter and they brought in Dylan Edwards, I just kept saying like, this is gonna be dangerous, man. I don't know how you defend this team. You certainly can't do it in man. And TCU tried to do it and got absolutely torched. The ability for Coach Prime to identify the importance of having true hierarchy in the room and going and stealing coach Lewis from Kent state, a head coach. And yeah, he makes more as an offensive coordinator in Boulder, but that's because coach prime paid him and he should. And coach Lewis knows that this is a platform to go get a massive job somewhere else, which he will. I mean, maybe just based on the tape we just saw yesterday alone. Yep. Um, you want to talk about a guy that can talk to a quarterback and get him right. I mean, holy hell. Coach Lewis is the first time I ever sat down with Coach Lewis, he looked right at me and said, we're going to attack every inch of the field. Whatever they give us, we're going to take, and then when they think they're trying to take it away, we're going over the top. And that is exactly what they did yep. in the game. If they, they were struggling running the ball, and I think this week you're going to see a lot of different, like, fo formation variations and some different, like, heavy looks. And like, if, you saw a fullback, if you saw a fullback that's really a defensive lineman in the backfield last week... Well, how do they? How are they going to counter tight ends that can't block on the backside? Because a lot of that was run through. They were trying to cut back, and the tight ends were getting murdered. So you know, they maybe I don't know how they're going to counter that. But knowing Coach Prime and how creative they are, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like probably ten new formations. I wouldn't be surprised if you see an entire new offensive look that Nebraska is trying to prepare for this super spread, and CU comes out and just lines up and just starts hammering them with the football vertically if they're going to double team and trade block the way they did in that game on the goal line you can take that to the middle of the field as well yeah. so yeah. and then if you show the ability to do that on top of what they can do when they just throw the ball the thing i love about the game on saturday <laughs> is they didn't stop assaulting like they found something that tcu couldn't cover and instead of just being like the prototypical conservative offensive coach that would be like well, we got to make sure we're balanced. We don't want to give them, you know, we don't want to throw too much because they may get a pick or we, they might figure us out. They were just like, fuck these guys. They can't cover <laughs> us. Just keep hitting them. Yep. And that that is exactly what needs to happen on Saturday. When you find out what Nebraska can't stop, you just need to open the faucet up and go drink. Yep, totally. <laughs> All right, keep us rolling, Jake. All right. Um, well, we should do this real quick, actually. Shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Oh, going already. All right. Um, yeah. Just taking care of it. By the way, smash that like button. We've been like a thousand likes every show recently. If Matt has you fired up, hit the like. Let's go. You better like it. Hell yeah. Uh, college football is here. DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you all up with a can't miss offer to start the season strong. New customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DMVR. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. The crown is yours. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.com. Sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling promo call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Then shout out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be in your, your next ride. Did you ever play rugby? I didn't, but the guy actually that does the Eagles always stops by at least once or twice a year. 
He's like, do you have any guys that didn't make it? And I'm like, yeah, I've got a couple. And they always go up and try out and whatnot. And he's a really good dude, man. That's that's some. I'm telling you, that's a really cool night too. I've taken yeah. my kids oh, a couple yeah. times. Glendale, they yeah. love it, bro. Those guys play hard, and yep. it's actually really entertaining. I always oh, describe yeah. it as a football game where you can only play fullbacks. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's like a bunch of undersized guards running around <laughs> yeah. and killing each other. Uh, shout out the American Raptors at Infinity Park. Uh, make sure you check out their website and the DMVR Rugby Podcast. Uh, hosted by our guy Colton Strickler. We got you all covered with everything rugby. Okay, uh, just some stuff today. For what it's worth, Coach said it was a good practice. Um, he spoke about the Lions. He was asked about them. He said offensive line did pretty darn well looking back. He said, we have depth on both lines to get us to the destination we desire. Trust me, they're coming. I, I can't say that I don't trust him. No, I trust do we need to? Do we need to get bigger and more explosive with more depth? Yes. Do we need to go recruit the lines the way they've recruited the skills? Can you imagine if they recruit the lines the way they've it's recruited over. the skills, Doug? I mean, we're Holy talking about shit. competing for national championships at that and moment. That, and that's really, like, I'm glad you said that because that's how long do you think it is or are we there already with the expectation to compete for championships? Because right now my expectation is if we are not in contention going into November for Pac-12 title, I will be shocked. Yeah, I like mean... Those four games at the end of the year, which is who? Uh, it's like UCLA... Utah, Washington, Washington State. Washington State, UCLA, Washington State, and... Utah. Utah. Yeah. So Arizona's those, in there. Arizona, maybe. Those four, that's winning time. If they can get to the point where they're in, in, in November... And we're talking about you go win three or f- out of four or four of these games, you play for the title. That's my expectation right now, bro. I can like, you believe that shit? I, it's crazy, but I think they can play with every single team that they're going to be out there with. Yep. They can score with every single team they're going to be out there with. We're going to see some high-scoring games, like like that USC game. I have a feeling it's going to be. <laughs> How long until game days here? I think it's going to be here for CSU. That's what you I've think been hearing too. Will be here for CSU. When you get a chance, go look. Don't, at, dog. Go look at the the schedule that week in college football. Is it just terrible? pretty weak? And you don't think ESPN is sitting back here saying, "Man, Fox gets both of the first two Buffs games." That's smart. Everyone in the world is talking and about this. And it's an this. eight. It's an eight p.m. game yep. too. Yep. They might just say, "You know what? We can't wait any longer. We got to go get on the prime train." Well, I'll mm-hmm. tell you, if they don't do it that week. If they don't do it for SC, I would be absolutely stunned. Yeah. All right. Uh, Coach Prime also spoke about his coaches again, man. Um, and he said that, you know, many people want to, on this staff want to be Power 5 head coaches someday. He said it's his objective to help them get there. Uh, Coach Prime spoke on the rivalry specifically, said this is personal. That's the message of the week. And he's right. It is personal. Um, you know, it, it, this this game is now it's family personal like there's split households and you know the people live and die with this game this is to our region of the country what the iron bowl is to mm-hmm. our region of the country this is what you know michigan ohio state is to colorado fans this is the game and you know what to nebraska fans this is their game too because don't get don't get it twisted again i i know so many people there they miss it too Oh yeah, they miss uh, the big the 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 Big Ten and the Pac-12 have not been good to Nebraska and Colorado. Nope. Nebraska's still stuck in that hellhole though. There's brighter days for CU. 
Nebraska misses the rivalry with Colorado and, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma yeah. so, so, so bad because they they didn't understand the importance of the identity of your rivals. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Oklahoma and Texas are about to figure this out. Oklahoma more than Texas. Oklahoma's about to figure out what it's like to be Missouri. Like, yeah. Dog, you're about <laughs> to, you're about to walk Damn into the straight. SEC, and your rival's about to be fucking Arkansas and Missouri, and no one's going to give a shit about Norman, Oklahoma, and the SEC you went from dominating a conference to now being, I mean, I'm sorry, but you better pick the, your shit up, Oklahoma. You ain't playing Arkansas State. You're going to play LSU and Bama and Georgia Miss and Georgia and Tennessee and shit. Like, your schedule, there was an Oklahoma fan at, at the party I was at at Wilder and Tufts Place on, uh, on on Saturday. It sounds like I just said it's Wilder's and Tufts Place, <laughs> like they're married. And they are. I love both of you. Um, <laughs> but he was sitting there, and he's the Oklahoma fan, and he's like, Last year, our, our schedule was like Texas Tech and Baylor and shit and TCU. And now our schedule next year is Mississippi and Tennessee and Georgia and <laughs> Alabama. And he's like, we might win four games. Shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what's what's for, homie? Yeah, chasing the bag. Sometimes exactly. uh, you might find something you're not looking for. Real quick. These bad boys are in. Let's go, baby. Better dead Look than Look at red. that, man. Oh, my God. Matt's wearing the shirt. That back. is incredible. Well, it's triple XL. Is that for me? Yeah, of course Holy it is. Holy shit. I'm a, can I use this to mop can, the tears can, up? Wait, I'm let about me just ask. Can with? we give that to him? Okay. okay. No, I'm, I'm trying to take this from you real quick. <laughs> you ain't getting this shit back, homeboy. <laughs> I assume that's why you threw me a triple XL. That's Dog, my fault. This is super dope. Are we I love that the N is crossed out. You sons of bitches. <laughs> Look how fucking classy that is. Dog, this, if you're a Buff fan and you don't buy this shirt, you're not a Buff fan. Let's go. Period. Let's go. Period. Cool. And then yeah. this one right here. Yeah, that's this the first is, this one is we did. The we just restocked shirt that. ever. So yep. this little bastard right here is still crying somewhere <laughs> as a grown man. He He's on Twitter. Yeah, he is? Yeah. Oh, is he? Is he? Yeah, because when we dropped that shirt, people were tagging him, being like, hey, you should sue this company for using your NIL. <laughs> I'm telling you, when, when, when even as a team, when that happened, at the, like a week later or, or something like that, we were all in a team meeting, and Coach Barnett put it up, and he's like, this is what you did to the state of Nebraska. And he put up the picture of the kid crying, and the whole team was like, yeah, fuck that kid, bro. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, like his mom sitting there like it's okay honey and i'm like cry it up you little bastard (laughs) (laughs) okay just a few more notes from today real quick we got we got to hit some of these yeah yeah um Uh coach was asked about some of the players who wouldn't play first off uh don't expect travis or dylan to practice today well they guess they didn't practice today they're gonna practice tomorrow shitty um, no, it's fine. You They're can just... have the day off. Yeah, it's a day off. Yeah, Scheduled exactly. day off. Old 144 can have the day off. Yeah. Um, Cormani, he's talked about Cormani a bit. He said he has to be ready. Um, so still not quite there, but soon. He said McCaskill is close, and he just wants he wants to be on the field right now. We could very well see him uh, this weekend. He Got said it. Miles Slusher's banged up. <laughs> Left side dog. That was really that was really good. Sorry, you stole the shirt. <laughs> From the left side, and I didn't see it coming shockingly because I can't see left, and just dipped it over here, straight Shador to Jimmy Horn, dip style, right in the fucking bread basket. And now I don't have a shirt anymore. I'm over here paying attention to Jake. That was a good steal, thank dog. You, thank good you. shit, Ryan. I God damn, that was that really good, dog. Off. That was really good. I'm uh, coming to get my shirt. <laughs> uh, coach on Miles Slusher. He had a great game on Saturday, by the way, but Slush's. He, called, he said he's a guy that's been consistent. He's banged up, though. I don't think he's going to play this week. Sounds like he actually may need surgery. 
when he said that though, he said we're gonna need him for this run. Yep, he said. He's probably gonna he, play. He said. Well, he said. <laughs> If he needs to get a little surgery to be ready for the run, I want surgery. him to get it because we're going to make a run. Yep. Oh, my God. And I believe him, too. Uh, I believe everything he says. How could you not? I believe him. Coach's poll came out during that. We'll get to the AP poll here in a second. They were ranked 25th in the coach's poll. Coach Prime looks at Curtis and goes, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. 25? I'm mad at that. Um, Shador on the uh, Nebraska ri- rivalry. Don't wear red in the facility. We know the history of it. Colorado? We don't like Nebraska. Then he says he's going to take the red shirt off his merch site. <laughs> he's, that also makes me happy. Look, I don't think you're going to see the same explosion you saw in 2019. Like when, when we walked into that stadium, I know the same way you felt. I was like, oh, my God, these sons of bitches. How did they do this? You know, they got us when we were down. Like, I, But we won, so who gives a oh, shit? Oh, I know. I just like, mean in terms of the fan but base. But they did. Like the fan base straight. Look, buff fans, man. Look, I, I love y'all. But if you sell your fucking tickets to a Nebraska fan this week, you're out. You don't. You're get, out of the you family. shouldn't come back to the other games. No, you're out of the There's family. There's no amount of money that can replace the fact that you just sold your soul. Yeah, that's what you're selling. You're not selling your tickets. You're selling your Buffalo soul. So if you sell your tickets to a Nebraska fan, you might as well be a fucking Nebraska fan. So don't be a communist. Be an American <laughs> and make sure you hang on to your tickets this week and go root for your team instead of trying to pay your fucking electrical bill. All right? Just stop <laughs> stop gambling like a degenerate and you'll be able to go to the game. I mean, whatever your problem is where you think you need to sell your Nebraska tickets for a $200 profit and you're going to sell them to some commie that's driving in from I-80 with his sister, of course, and his wife, his sister-wife, if that happens, how can you look at yourself in the mirror when you're like, I can't wait to go to the fucking Stanford game? You had Nebraska tickets and you sold them? You oh scumbag. Yeah. You better I just I don't want I, I know you won't be there because you sold your tickets to some commie, but you will be at another game and I'm gonna see you and be like, man. I really I have no respect. I can't talk to you anymore. You are no longer in a, a, a Colorado Buffalo. Let's go. Uh, you don't get you, the, we're pulling your card. If you sell your tickets to a Nebraska fan, we are pulling your, your buff oh, card. Oh, we are pulling the card. Absolutely. The card pulled. I didn't know Matt had another level he could go I to. I know. That was incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, Doc. I knew. I'm on one. I just didn't it's know. It's Nebraska you, week, baby. I didn't know we were going. And that's Shit. like, we're on, we've only hit eight. You've got two more levels. You're damn straight. <laughs> I, and then I've got like the plus level. So there's like 10 plus. And yeah. you can just keep getting the pluses as they go up. Just wait until. Uh, when you get to like plus 15, that's bad. Saturday, Saturday, I was like plus twelve. Yeah, I'm when hope- I was yelling into the, the my phone and spitting on it, and then I dropped it, <laughs> kicked it. I uh, once in a while, Coach Prime will tune into our show. I'm hoping he sees this one and says, "We need to get this guy in the facility well, this yeah. week." Yeah, I, 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 you just let me know, dog, and I will be there yeah. to get these boys right now. You know Let's who gets go. here on on Friday? Guess who I'm picking up on the airport on Friday? Oh, it could be anyone. Just guess, Chris like, Brown. No, if, if you can find Chris Brown, though, that would be awesome. He's like Waldo. Mm, maybe Chris, that weirdo is somewhere walking around somewhere in like a Canadian tuxedo and some cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Like, <laughs> I ran for six touchdowns one day, and I'm like, yes, Chris, you're famous. <laughs> we um, love you. Guess who I'm picking up? Get one more guess, and I'll tell you. Come on, come on, get in there. You, my guy, super fiery. Like kind of, kind of a jerk. Coach JB? No, no. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was on his show today, and he was try- trying to tell me that the transfer portal doesn't have payoff. Lawrence Vickers. Man, 
I'm telling you, dog. You, you're a bad man, RK. That's my dude right there. I'm picking up LV Friday afternoon, so I call him right after the right after the game, and he's like, "Yeah, MFR, let's go, son of a bitch!" And he just spikes his phone. And it breaks. Oh, my God. And he calls me the next day. He's like, I got so excited, I threw my own phone. And I'm like, cool. And he's like, I'll be here Friday. I was like, LV, I'll be at the airport, dog, with bells on. I can't wait to see you. He threw his phone like he threw that little CSU boy. <laughs> yep. All right. So um, that's going to be fun. Let's talk about the AP poll. Kind of recap it real quick. Clemson lost last night. They somehow stay in this. So they're 25th. CU, baby. Number 22. Duke is right ahead of them. They had the big win last night. Um... TCU, I think. Oh, they're still they're out then. I, someone told me they were still in this. I thought they were still in the that was top twenty-five too. <laughs> oh no, the, they're the, out. The, I said that. Uh, you're that good. wasn't me. Nah, that was good. Ryan. You're good. Come on, Ryan. Um, LSU Sorry. dropped down to Shit. fourteen, but uh, the two unranked teams who move in: Duke and Colorado. Colorado at twenty-two. That was a huge win for the Dukies last night. Yep. Um, look, Colorado being ranked, I don't think you're going to see them not ranked. Like now that they're in. It's done. They're just going to move up. So, I mean, you take care of uh, of Nebraska. You take care of CSU, and you're three and zero going to Oregon. Shit, game day might go to that one. You're probably again not trying to get ahead of myself here, but just in for the sake of this conversation, you're probably around the top ten. Uh, if, you, if you're three and zero, yep. Depending on how the rest of the country is going too, though, because. And, uh, you know, like Ohio State, Notre Dame are going to play. There's going to be a loss. Texas, like, Alabama, yeah. Texas, Alabama play. There's going to be a team with a loss. And that's the point I was about to get to. Is your next two games are Oregon and USC? Got you, bro. He was going there. Your next two games are Oregon and USC. So if you're 12, like someone's got to lose that game. Like I, like you were saying, like once you're up there and you play those games, it's kind of like like hey, I felt like about TCU. It's kind of house money. You play a you play a sixth ranked Oregon when they're undefeated and you're 10. You, if you drop that game, which I don't think they would at this moment, what do you drop to fourteen? Exactly. So once I mean, you, so, I mean, yeah. you take care of business these next two weeks, you're going to be in that uh, in there for a long time. Now I will say this: for as dog shit as the Pac-12 is, and I hate it, holy lord, that conference is good this Stacked year. This year. Uh, they went holy undefeated God, first weekend, maybe 13 ever. Thirteen and zero. If I mean, you count USC's week zero game, it might be the best conference in in college football, bro. And they. Yes. Don't have a conference. Yeah, it's kind of sad. That sucks. It really is. But I mean, I mean look I don't at the give quarterbacks. A shit. I'm glad we're leaving, but <clears throat> that sucks. Like all of the best quarterbacks in the country are in this conference. In the Pac-12. Yep. It's wild. So okay, I, I'd like for the Big Twelve to take Oregon State and Washington State, but I don't think they will. No. If no. they go to the Mountain West, though, they're going to run that conference forever. <laughs> yeah. Probably. How'd Did you go, see sheep? the thing? Not to derail us. Bad. Even <laughs> it went bad. Did you see the it thing? Went so. Bad this weekend up in Fort Collins. What? Um, <laughs> bad. There was there's a thing out there that you have to have eight teams to have a conference. But yes. after conference realignment, yes. you have two years to get back. Yes. So technically, there could be a two-team Pac-12 for two years. They just rotate every week. They, no, just, they just schedule whoever them. they want. They basically be, like, be independent. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that one actually that's probably a good idea for both of them and see. If Oregon State, like, I think Oregon State's really good. I think Washington State's a bowl team. I think Oregon State could compete for the league. If they somehow, like, can figure out a way to be a New Year's Six team this year, and then they can schedule their own people next year and play, like, Notre Dame yep. and yeah. Army and Navy and shit, maybe they become alluring to a bigger conference. Sure. I, I don't know, man. I kind of feel bad for the people in Corvallis and Pullman. 
They're, those are good fan bases that care, man. Yep. And unfortunately, the business of college football caught up with them. But uh, you should have hired Prime or something, dog. I don't know what to say. <laughs> anyone could have. Yeah. Well, that's not true. anyone. Well, but... no, anybody could have. You could have fired. Nebraska could have hired Prime. Oh, yeah. They could have gone after you Coach Prime. They Nebraska? went after Coach Rule. Nebraska, the school that's never had a black head coach in their history, Hell, was going to hire Coach Brown. Absolutely no. not. Nope. And don't you? I love it how, like, for years, Colorado was looked at as like, oh, it's racist, and they won't hire the black guys. Don't want to go there, yada yada. And they've, I mean, their last three hires, yep, are black men. And Nebraska on the other side has never, never done it. Had a black head coach. Never. Well, Mickey Joseph was the only one. Right. And he was interim. an intern, yep. and that didn't go so hot. Yeah, yeah, and I, I actually. I'm not 100% well. sure about this, but that might go for all of their sports. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. That's also the most least surprising thing I've ever heard. Sure isn't. What else, Jake? <laughs> um, that's pretty much all I got. You guys want to answer some questions? Your damn skippy idea. <clears throat> Let's do it. Let's get to 1,000 <laughs> likes today. There you go. Crush that like button. Shout out to our friends over at Illegal Pete's. This episode of DMVR Bus Podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. Mm-hmm. What's your illegal pizza order, man? Uh, so I like the double burrito, like ev- double everything, <laughs> double steak, double rice, double beans, and then like tons of sour cream, tons of cheese, and stir, yeah. stir it up really good. And then I can't have anything spicy because my acid reflux will freak out. So it's just like it's just like a pound of just, uh, and then it's hot and it's good and it's num 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 all up in your face. And it's like three in the morning at Illegal Pete's, and I'm looking at Sean like, I think I could get another one. And he's like, <laughs> Me too. And I'm like, God, let's get another one. Oh, I love it. It's the best order we've had yet. It's pretty good. Uh, they have a full bar, a wide selection of craft beer and margaritas as well. Happy hours, 3 to 8 p.m. every single day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's, your go to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and has been for 28 years. Finally, shout out to our friends at Shady Rays. Take on the summer gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. Uh, beautiful, beautiful day up in Boulder and Denver as well. Perfect day. Weather's just perfect Marvelous. right now. You need those Shady Rays. Every pair backed by their lost and broken replacement program. You can shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. Make sure you use that code DMVR. You'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I need to go check these people out. Do they have yeah. thick face glasses? Uh, They've got yes. everything. Like they have... They have Glasses for wide faces. Yep. <laughs> That's yes. good. Um, wait, let's start. Go back really quick. Someone just had one. Scroll up just a little. Here we go. Let's start here. From Mark. Is McChesney's kid being recruited by the Buffs? Let's talk a little bit about Ooh. your son. All right, so look, Nick uh, is in eighth grade. He's 6'2", 250. So um, eighth grade is like about when you were saying like you started to really... I, I didn't even play until I got to high school. Okay. So when I was in eighth grade is when I like hit a growth spurt. He's way bigger than I was in eighth grade and way more committed and works his ass off. And I, I'm his dad, so he, I told him, like, look, if you want to play football, I'm going to get you ready to do it, but I don't care what you do. Like, if you want to be a rock star, I'm going to buy you a drum set, dog. Yeah. Like, let's just be passionate about whatever we do. And he said, Pops, I want to play football, and we went to work, and he's worked himself into a pretty damn good player at, at his age. And... I sent some of his film out, and Coach Harding at Utah saw it and invited us out to a game at Rice-Eccles last weekend, which was crazy. As an eighth grader. As an eighth grader. So he went out there with a couple of the other guys in the gym and got the full tour and the full rundown. It was pretty awesome as his dad to be there. I knew what it was, but I I don't go on the recruiting trips with my guys. They send them. So, like, Jordan Ochoa is going up this weekend, who's committed to Wyoming. And I know Nick Williams likes him a lot up in Boulder, and that kid can play. At Castleview, keep your eye on that. 
Don't be surprised if the bus try and steal that kid. But, like, Nick is absolutely they're looking at him, and they've got his, uh, Coach OB and Coach Williams both have his information. But they're, they're not really in the – how do I say this? They're so focused on the now right now yeah. that it's not – I don't push that. Like, I just send the film and go, take a look at my son. Like, I posted a video of him at a scrimmage actually playing. You remember Adam Carricker? Yeah. Played at Nebraska, the commie, and then played for the Redskins <laughs> and a couple other teams in the league. He's, he's a buddy of mine, and I'm actually going to do his show later in the week and really talk some shit to Nebraska people <laughs> on their platform. I cannot wait for that. Um, but And it makes me new friends. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, he, there, there's a clip of my son, like, inside moving the guard and just eviscerating the, the quarterback. And it's a little late. And I told, <laughs> oh, him, I I told him to run through the quarterback's chest, and he said, yes, sir, and did it. And I'd much rather say, whoa, than sick him. I'd rather tell my son to slow down than to speed up. Yep. Your son is a banker. My son is a three technique. So <laughs> I, I, I tried to put him in the best position to be successful knowing the success we've had at 6-0 and all the guys around the country. I mean, this year alone, bro, we've got seven guys that are going to be training in for the combine next year that are all, like, top four-round grades after one week. Let's go. So, And they're all Colorado kids that came from this area that are all over the country. So that's the path he wants to go down, and that's the path I'm going to help him go down. And, I, you know, his dream is to wear the black and gold. Oh, yeah. and I was just going to say, we, we've seen him – I mean, I've seen him yeah, up there at games with you yeah. since as young as I was going to games since, myself. Since baby. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I took him to his first game ever was, uh, let's see, it was, it wasn't his first, I guess he went as a baby, but like the first one he can really remember that him and I just went to was the Utah uh, CU game where they clinched the South at 16. Oh, yeah. 2016. And he was yeah. like, he was hooked for life. Five. Yeah. And like we, everybody rushes the field and he's out there with Coach Barnett and Joel taking pictures before the game and walking around the facility. And now he's walking around the facility as like a young man. And it's, it's, it, it, it got me a little bit the other day, dog. Let's I'm go. not the most emotional guy in the world, but oh, I'll tell you. you aren't? I, <laughs> well, from a perspective of like, I'm, there's not a whole lot of softness in the McChesney house. Okay. Like you, you do your fucking job. There's not a whole lot of like, there's not a lot of emotional like kindness. Like you either do your fucking job or you're going to get your ass chewed. Like that's the way this works. I'm not in the mindset out here that like I need to like have a debate with you about taking out the trash and shit. So <laughs> oh, I'm so yeah. glad you're not my dad. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, if, if I was your dad, you might be playing center for the Broncos. I, I, I don't true. know. I probably so, would be. But, when but he, I like this job. But I will say this. When, he, when my son looked at me and committed himself to it, knowing what I do and how hardcore six zero is, and then he showed me. I didn't let him play when he was in sixth grade. All right, or, we, you know, like he had to, he had to show me for a year. I'm, I shouldn't have. I, I knew I, when I asked you about your son, you were going to talk a lot, which well, you I'm deserve to. Sorry, you should, you're proud you, of him. You asked the question. I was just going to say we have. I got like ten minutes. Yeah, we got, before well, let's I go. go. We so, got ten minutes to rock this bitch. Right. You're, wa you're wasting time. Let's go. Let's roll through these. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Incredible Fifty for the super chat. Matt Rule sounded nervous in his press conference. Uh, we kind of already talked about that. I agree. He's definitely lowering expectations for this team. Next one from Keaton. Professor RK lecturing during Buffs History 101 with the assistant. Or I guess you guys could teach it together, yeah, right? Yeah, that would be fun. 
Uh, like combo teachers? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a little good cop, bad cop. There you oh, go. I dig this. I like this a lot. Uh, shout out to Warren for the $20 super chat. Thank wow. you, man. It says, congrats on 50K, almost 52 already. I know, absolutely insane. Will the TCU game give Coach Prime his first gold brick? Ooh. When was the last one given? Probably not since 2016, unless they did the Nebraska games 18 and 19. I'm what honest. was their last ranked win? Uh, uh, 20, 2016. Oh, 16, right? I, so. I, I thought they'd be Arizona State. Well, yeah, oh, but it, 2020 was weird. 2020, we were ranked going to SC, right? We were undefeated. I think Arizona State, you're right, with Mel Tucker. And then they lost seven in a row. Yeah, I think. Yep. Okay, so. No, to, yeah, 2019. 2019 with Mel Tucker, the, I'm the Mel Tucker shorts game. I'm actually interested to see how they do that up there because, like, they, they didn't sing the fight song the other day after TCU, bro. I, I like, heard I'm, you. I'm blown. I was, I'm not, like, mad about it or anything, but I, I figure that is the best time to sing that song. I don't know if they're there yet. Like, like they, you saw when they had the guys teach them. Like, I, I, I really, bro, I got to go up there and teach them how to sing the fight song. Like, well, they the did. They had get down, like, really They had teach Tank the and song. Trevor and all the old players teach yeah, them. I'm still. just saying, I don't, like, I don't know if they're there yet. To, Talking about, uh, like, the hootay and the oh, oh, and the get down and the whole, <laughs> the whole fucking place jumping and the, the floor rattling and singing it through the goddamn rafters. That's what I'm talking the fuck about. <laughs> I mean. ain't talking about singing a fight song. I'm talking about singing a fucking war chant. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I want you up there so bad. Well, man. it's just, uh, you know, um, shit. Let's do these super chats first. Tony, uh, thanks for the super chat, man. Matt, is Gage considering a visit back to see you? No. All right. Okay. Warren, on. again, uh, my alma mater doesn't usually have a conference team we hate, but because of you guys, I can hate the corn twice this year. Let's go. <laughs> Go Terps, he says. Um, Go Terps, he says. <clears throat> Jimmy, my guy with the super chat, appreciate you, man. All right, uh, go to the top. There was a question I wanted to answer. Uh, Chris McRae, Pac-12 uh, superlatives for week one came out. Can you guess who the offensive player of the week was? That's actually a tough question. Ooh, is it Dylan or I'm going to say Shador. 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 Okay. Yeah. Can you guess who the defensive player of the week was? Travis. 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 Can you guess who the freshman of the year was? Dylan. Or week Dylan. Was? Yep. So is there anything they didn't get? Oh, special teams. No, so I I voted. They they were only nominated for those three. Okay, but they won them. Special teams wasn't. Uh, Special teams was. uh, So that's the only one we didn't get, right? Well, offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Oh, they do all of them. There were six. Wow. Okay. But they got half of them. Yeah. Who won won special teams? Uh, Jake Baumeister from Utah. That's not surprising. I was gonna say I bet you it's the Utah guy. Was he the kicker or punter? Dude, they. Uh, I don't know, but both units were awesome. I okay. guess the punter because they had like two or three punts inside the five. Mm-hmm. They the special teams for Utah eviscerated Florida, bro. Utah oh, yeah. is such a good like, like they, just, the way they do things there, like their defense and how yeah. I was watching the way they were moving their lines and bringing their linebackers and dropping into space. It was impressive, bro. Yeah, they're a good football team. Um, I can't wait to whip that ass at the end of the year. <laughs> do um, uh, Anthony's question, if you can, towards the bottom right there. Matt, your thoughts on Landon Beebe and Jack Bailey? I thought Jack Bailey balled out on Saturday as well. I thought they played really well. And and look, it's hard to pass block 50 times. Yep. That shit is hard, okay? Especially in the first game of the season, you know, where, where they know you're throwing the ball. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's hard to pass block. And you're going to give up some hits. And they did a really, really good job of responding. Like, I... Yeah, they, they, the skill athletes bold, but a couple of things. Number one, 
the alley screen to Edwards or the crease screen because it went right, I guess. Yeah. Where the all three of those <laughs> linemen were out in front. That was so perfectly timed. Like you can tell they've refed it in practice a thousand times. It was mm. perfect. They scored on that same exact play uh, during one of the practices in the offseason. And I remember seeing it on well off. <clears throat> and you can actually see OB in the background of the well off video, just like like yeah, super like, pumped. Go, like, like he knows it's gonna hit. Yeah, exactly. So that that was super impressive. The ability to sync that up in in week one, not have to go back to the film and reteach it to try and do it again, because then the OC doesn't want to call it again if it doesn't work. So the fact that that all worked is fantastic. But just the pure pass pr protection in the interior three, they got beat a couple of times. They had struggled with a couple of games. But they competed their asses off, and yeah. I was damn proud of them. Bailey, Bailey, and uh, Wash are both from Kent State, and they're yep. really doing a good job bringing that system. Yep. Um, we already talked about Cormani. Uh, do you, uh, Tavon's? What uniform combo do you think we will rock on Saturday? I mean, my heart tell wants us to go gold, black, black, just like sixty-two thirty-six. Um, but as I've said. I'm I'm removing my emotions from uniforms because it's not about me. It's about what the kids like. So um, whatever they do is going to be dope. I, I don't really buy into the whole, like, black uniform thing and the sun and whatnot. Like, it, it is what it is. I, I personally want to see black on black with the gold top yep. and then black socks and the clean-ass Sanders cleats. Yep. Mm. That that that's what I would want to see, but I guess we'll see. And I want to see gold numbers. Like I want the gold numbers in Boulder from now on. That's a that's a prime time thing, and I'm cool with it. And let's roll. Like yeah. I I thought it was such a great look. You know how clean that shit would look on a black jersey. Oh yeah. Oh my Amazing. god. Even better. Yep. Yep. Uh, what All else right. do we got? We, we got, got one more. All right, one more. Um. Do. Uh, which I just pick one. I don't care. <laughs> Dolo, um, they want to know, Matt, if you if you had to talk to the defense before game time, what would you say to them? Okay, so uh, might have just, to leave. just ramping the, it up the whole, again. The whole def the defensive unit. All right, this is what I would say to the defensive unit before we walk out for Nebraska. And imagine you only have sixty seconds. Okay, so sixty seconds. <laughs> so we're walking. We're about to last thing In you the got tunnel. to say. Yep, through right? the tunnel. All right, boys, look. Take take this today from them. Don't ask for it. Take it. They will crumble. They will give it to you if you take it from them. Number one, the quarterback Sims. You've got to hit him until he quits. And I, you, everybody gets one personal foul today. If the ref isn't <laughs> if the ref isn't walking up and saying to you, you need to calm down. I'm taking you off the fucking field. If you help them off the ground after you knock them down, I'm taking you off the fucking field. If they get in a fight, we all get in a fight. This is personal. These motherfuckers have come to Boulder. The gates are locked. It's time to now whip that ass. The trench is where we win. If you know you're one-on-one -on -one and you don't win, I'll put the next guy in to win. So you better get your shit together, run through their chest, get the ball, pursue the football, and after it, we'll sing that goddamn song. One, two, three, hit the quarterback. Ready? One, two, three, hit, hit the, the quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> there uh, it is. Uh, let's we're all go. ready to run through it all. <laughs> Oh, uh, my goodness, man. I love football, man. Me too. Yeah. This shit is fucking awesome. I love Matt McChesney. Hey, yeah. I love you guys, man. That was awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Give me something. Hey, oh, left side. Give me something. Left, see? You got to tell me you're over there, man. My guy. 
Oh man, what a great show! Thank you so much for coming down, yeah, Matt. Yeah, we'll to have bro. you back. You guys are the best. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. We'll be up in Boulder too, so stay tuned. Plenty more content coming your way. Go Buffs! Go Buffs! Go Buffs!